Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Psychic Dolphin Garage. Uh, we're back, baby. Uh, couldn't quite get rid of us. Back for an- another year of this. My God, I'm Kelton. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Zach. Uh, <laughs> we've beaten off everyone else. Uh, you know, whichever way is most entertaining to you, you can imagine that, that happening. Somehow outlived and, uh, yet another leftist podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Our lake. laughs> Just... That's right. <laughs> well, we were gone originally. We were doing uh, we were doing some some undercover operations, sowing discord uh, on Discord. Oddly enough, um, exactly, exactly. <laughs> thank you, and uh, and you know now we've we've had to do it again uh, this year. Uh, we've already we've, there's already a casualty of the on the left, and uh, and you know I think uh, uh, we've all hopefully enjoyed our time off. Our time we got to spend with our loved ones, be they family uh, that we were born with or or chose. So, uh, is, is that your way of uh, admitting to a home invasion? By the way, Zach, huh? I, I chose this family, and we're all gonna yes, stick together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I chose them. I didn't say that they chose you. I said you chose them. <laughs> They'll respond back at some point. All the coded messages Anderson Cooper is telling you to rob your neighbor's <laughs> house. It's working. Congratulations. Uh, uh, Anderson Cooper, uh, Don Lemon, and uh, and that one blonde lady on Fox News. Oh, man. Oh, the specifics. one blonde lady, but she works like every single one of the... One of the shows. I don't know. It's crazy. How great would it be if it actually all was one blonde lady on Fox News? But like, they just keep winning TV Emmys for prosthetics and makeup. Oh like. my god! <laughs> the award-winning actress, news anchor <laughs> from Fox News, ladies and gentlemen, she has not slept in six years. It's the way she disappears into character is truly amazing. Speaking of every large major event, uh, it's of cue cards, it's just random buzzwords like critical race theory <laughs> and the trans. <laughs> it's one of those word maps where like the more important words are bigger, but then there's a couple small ones like like around it so that she can just she can just kind of let her eyes wander and, and let her sentences form as they come, you know? Again, chat GPT just scripted creating it as on a teleprompter for her to go through do you think we could do that by the way create an ai bot that just has republican talking points and then we could run it like a george santos style campaign just just to see what happens i mean okay i came as a salt of the earth person my father was a humble owner of a barber shop and my mother was a humble harvard professor (laughs) Look, I people have used ChatGPT to do campaign prompts and to like write like stuff for different side like NPC characters. I was gonna so say yeah, see. but no, I'm talking about like an actual campaign, like a political campaign. Zach, come on. Uh, uh sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm the bad guy for thinking this is about D and D. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, like, uh, I'm convinced that all of the Trump, um, 
Like, everybody that was a speechwriter before fully has their job taken away from them now. On the right, I will say. Because it it basically gives you the speaking coherency of someone who's, like, in summer school in 11th grade for English. You know, like, that's kind of the ceiling of it, at least right now. But that's remarkably competent, (laughs) considering the fact that most (laughs) Americans have, like, a fourth grade reading level. So Remarkably competent in America, anyways. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I would love to see what ChatGBT looks like overseas. It's just with a Tory accent or Scottish, but it spells everything phonetically. (laughs) (laughs) God. Well, I can't. This isn't in my feed right now, but there was that guy the other day who released his bot that could detect whether or not ChatGPT had generated a a block of text. Sure, yeah. So, you know, already running a good thing. Thanks. Yeah, how how are college freshmen supposed to plagiarize now? What's the deal with that? Look, I, I. I don't understand the learning process in the United States, and I think that it's really bad, and I don't think it teaches people things, and I think that if you're dumb, it's not going to help you, and if you're smart, it's going to make you dumber. Well, Zach, maybe this news will make you feel happy. Are you ready? Texas. Make you feel dumb? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I make you feel justified in your anger against the education system. A Perfect. Texas Teacher of the Year is found shot dead in her backyard. Congratulations, huh. Zach. All of your rage manifested into a bizarre golem creature. That's true. I've I've done this. I did this personally. <laughs> Zach's I, admitting... I'm in that house right now with the rest of the family <laughs> having family time. How, okay? how far away is Sugarland from you? Driving <laughs> distance, you would say? <laughs> Ooh, well, I got some bad news. Damn, Sugarland's supposed to be like safe and nice. That's where like all the cops are around all the time because all them rich white people will be wanting. Uh, well, you know that that's where you get certain parts of white people who were like it used to be nicer and safer until dot 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 voice huh. slowly trailing off. And oh so, oh my god, did you hear that about that home invasion the other day? <laughs> Everyone was talking about it. <laughs> it was all over next door. It was a trending are you topic. Sure that it, are we sure she didn't? Uh, she did not commit suicide because they still haven't given her a raise from $28,000 a year. <laughs> oh, no, Zach. Uh, good way to bring in the hell world idea. But no, uh, domestic violence is the, the leading candidate right now for what's going on. So, uh, Okay, that is worse, unfortunately. <laughs> Woo! Texas, we're back. You thought we would stop with the Texas stories when we're not doing RPG stuff, but guess what? We didn't even have a doctor prepared. This just came up. Not a second of research went into this episode, and still we're hitting our marks. Goddamn professionals. I say Texas so many times into my iPhone every day that everything at this point is just like, oh, hey, best place in Texas to eat. What a burger. (laughs) <laughs> everywhere i go i mean i sent you the invite to the texas testicle festival so you know the testicle festival does sound like we could really ball out there i mean it's also uh, like a concept that it feels like if someone were to describe it in i don't know like a like a D campaign people will go really like uh lack of creativity yeah, you come into town and rolling dice sound <laughs> ah there's a festival <laughs> what kind of festival is it Drawing my card against humanity. 
a, a testicle festival. Okay. <laughs> Uproarious <laughs> laughter. <laughs> From the same crowd, the people who are, you know, doing summer school between 10th and 11th grade. <laughs> it's got to be really easy to run D&D for high schoolers. Like, Is it? You can, you can do every cliche and it's totally cool to them. I, for one, do not have any interest in doing TTRPG stuff with high schoolers, but you can go right ahead, Zach. It's fine. Interesting. We almost had him, boys. <laughs> Please keep the recording going. Yeah. Just, just a little longer. We'll catch him in the egg soon. Uh. Yeah. Hey, her husband was really upset that he didn't get that big promotion, uh, the end of year promotion, uh, but she got Teacher of the Year award. So honestly, uh, yeah, I guess that would happen if someone got laid off and then you know just coming home, not even coming home because you're existing at home. So. You're boiling a packet of ramen noodles while staring at the Teacher of the Year award. That how is that bad? We did that like the whole pandemic. I mean, I'm 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 just trying to describe uh, a man who's obviously uh, a villain. So I, I don't know. That's I, true. I wasn't trying to foot create a fully fleshed out A24 style backstory to That's... add layers of complexity to this man. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I this, probably was. Uh, I'm leaving you. The fuck you are, and then um, yeah, Texas. Da 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 da. Yeah, good, good. Thanks, thanks, Texas. Thanks, Houston specifically. Really like to see you get, getting those numbers up. Hey, drunk driving is down, but domestic violence is back. RPG publishers vow to abandon Five E over quote-unquote, leaked D&D open gaming license. Ooh, are we going to talk about the OGL? Let, let's brief synopsis, because we're not contract lawyers. And like, like, there are, the only thing worse uh, than people describing an RPG is describing the legal ramifications of an RPG. But let me yeah, tell you. There, uh, there are lots of usage licenses out there. A lot of it that I know of is software Pe people uh, and might have wondered why we're, we're wanting to like do a slight pivot to this and i thought because it would be fun it would be a nice escape you know away from yep. the constant horrors of creeping capitalism and corporatism just eroding the very nature of what is a fun hobby and so of course we decided to go into RPG stuff, something that has just blown the hell up uh, these these past couple weeks about what is going to be happening. So thank you, Hasbro. I like it. I like it. You know, the corporations and us are, are on the same page now. So one of these days, one of these days will be we're just far enough ahead of the curve to make something happen here. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, when you create something, you do have to use a license for it. And gaming companies such as Wizards of the Coast have created uh, uh, an open gaming license that allows people to, uh, you know, end users to, to, to create intellectual property based off of their property. But, it you know, it does not allow other companies to do reprints of their of their products without permission. Mm -hmm. uh, this is also used in software a lot of times. There's there's a couple different software licenses um, that I know more of. One of them is like public domain. The software is like freely available. There are no like no holds barred on it. You can do anything with it. You can you can transform it in any way. There are some that don't allow you to transform it in any way. Uh, there are and 
uh, a couple others, and then obviously there's, you know, proprietary. You're, you can't see it. You can't change it. You're not allowed to touch our code. <laughs> it's precious um, to us, the, the it's sacred, delicate us. flower that is the OGL, the Open Gaming yeah, License. Yeah. yeah, so the Open Gaming License has been revamped a couple times since uh, Dungeons & Dragons was or- originally created. And now apparently they're trying to put like limits to how much money you can make off of content based on Dungeons and Dragons. And then also stuff. on future content saying, hey, uh, if you use this, then uh, give us money. Money now. Money, please. Money forever. And exactly. It's, it's made a lot of people uh, react negatively because uh, massive corporate overreach, shockingly, isn't something that people are... are wanting to do makes me feel very very happy for having pirated hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of D books <laughs> it's like uh, don't worry it wasn't you who put it out there so really how can you be to blame Maybe i am a victim a... you see because exactly exactly thank you i do like the concept of um no, which does not work for businesses but the concept of like the uh the i believe the stanford uh, software license is that the uh, one where they uh were saying that like okay some of you people are going to role play as guards some of you people are going to role play as prisoners and... <laughs> uh no, no like i i one of the one of the universities has like a a license that they have published and maintained where it's like anybody can use this you can make changes to it it is free for the public it is like a public license where anyone can do anything to it almost like a creative also, commons of some sort yeah yeah when there's also like copy left i think which is like they, they all have very you can get really nerdy about it uh, we're not gonna get copy left sounds right too woke for me zach no uh, thank that's you fair. see see there's also i think uh the gpl uh license the gnu general the the gnu general public license and there are several versions of it but the thing with the GNU license is it doesn't allow you to take free software and use it in any paid software, which means that once it's open source, you can't use that code for anything that people pay for. So, like, for example, if you were to be doing, oh, I don't know, a D&D show, and your D&D show was behind, again, I don't know, a paywall of some kind, that yeah, would be in pay- violation of it. Hmm. Pay something. Uh, yeah, th- that would be. Which is why something like a Stan- I, I, it might not be Stanford. I can't find it. But, but something like a a license that just gives you free permission for everything for all usage, is maybe, you know, not ideal for the business, but maybe better for people that are going to be end users of it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, because again, I don't want us to overly devote too much time to this. But it seems like. Someone could basically reskin the open game license and they could say, this is going to be free. And then everyone could say, actually, our stuff is compatible with that instead, since that's promising to be free. And since they can't copyright the rules or the exact specifics therein, because, you know, rules of a game, there's a reason why Monopoly has knockoffs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People could, I don't know, find a way to uh just re relabel it and it could work as like an addendum or you know reskinning one page on a physical copy of something instead of 
uh, over and over. What I'm saying is maybe the psychic dolphin license needs to exist. Uh, that's what I'm pushing I, for. I do like it. I do. Like we it. even like keep the exact open game license language, but we just lazily have stamped psychic dolphin over it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's something where it's like, Hey, I'm making this and you can buy it from me. But like, if you find it in a PDF version, like I'm not going to be mad. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Free point of access makes a lot of sense, but it's been really tarnished by free to play games. Uh-huh. And and if you create something that is very useful to people that people like, they're much more likely to pay you than someone who is going to, I don't know, be really happy not owning any 5e books and instead just like <laughs> finding all the rules online as you need it because it's a stupid system anyways. What, what if I were to tell you, Zach, that, much about that uh, the company that's trying to revoke the open game license is probably not the same company that's going to be focused on making a good game? Huh? 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 You know, it feels like it feels like if the main source of your game getting big is the people that are making more than what was the line seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year off of like broadcasting gameplay of your game, that maybe you shouldn't try to infor- like make a loophole, uh, try to try to close a loophole that allows them to make your game big. Uh huh. Yeah, it seems like that would be counterproductive. And for anyone listening at home, $750,000 in profit, that sounds like a reasonable rule. No, it's $750,000 in revenue. So get fucked. Every other company was Hasbro's line, basically. So good yeah. times. Good times. If you are a reasonably sized business at all, then... You know, that's it. You can't have we can't have these content creators out doing stuff. Now there was some argument about like, oh, it's to keep people from selling NFTs of D and D products. Like, the you can't stop people from doing things with your product if you also want regular users to be able to do things. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, if someone uh, wants if, to if say it's like, gonna be free, it's gonna be free for everyone. Like, <laughs> I, we don't like like. Free healthcare means free healthcare, not free healthcare for everyone I like. I mean, maybe for you, but for me, only my cool friends can get healthcare, and every only year it's one less healthcare. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> you are voted yeah, yeah. off the island. Don't get cancer. <laughs> Jesus, now that, that's Jesus. That's basically how hype houses work. It's fine. It's fine. That's true. That's true. The whole point of, of a hype house or a streaming house is that people switch in and out for the drama, of course. Uh, th- that, I don't know, concept brought to you by 3PL or whatever the fuck that app was called before that you read. Uh, it, it's a hype house. It's not a polycule. Uh, you see? Exactly. Rebranding yeah, yeah, once yeah. again. <laughs> the, three the most secure hype house. Brought three my, three my homies. <laughs> uh god uh you know uh it's it's weird oh uh, before i you know have us get way too far afield here zach you went to a bachelor party over the weekend so i did yeah let, let's talk I, about that that's a content gold mine huh huh okay let, bring us through that four-day haze and uh, in, in events did the wedding happen let, let's just start there and work backwards yeah, the wedding the wedding's still on. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so they didn't it wasn't like bachelor party and then the wedding? It, like they no, put a gap? We did they they put a gap. Wow. Gap week, gap month, which is gap nice. time period. Gap month. Gap thirty days. 
which is nice. I'm going to be quite honest. If I had to go to a wedding after that, I would. It's, it's I these fucking millennials and Gen Zers. They can't do it. Back in my day, you partied hard for one night before, and then you, you showed think? up. You clocked in to your wedding shift the next morning. God damn it. You didn't take time God off. I, I don't know where that uh, tradition came from, but it was a bad tradition. I... I, uh, I I couldn't I couldn't do a whole wedding as well. <laughs> Be I would feel like the shit. bridal party. I would say things. I would I don't know what I I don't I would know what to say. I would say weird things to weird people. I'm That's going to see you, like two more times. In my I life. assume you would be a uh, you know part of the bridal party. So you just stand there. You stand on either side of them, and you just try and not you know hurl over the ring bearer basically exactly (laughs) (laughs) see you get in that big tight suit with like 18 layers and your your neck is all stuffed into the collar and everything oh yeah feeling that bow tie just riding up and down the adam's apple (laughs) ah perfect just what i want uh (laughs) just counting things down like oh you're only five cigarettes away (laughs) until this thing is over (laughs) making promises (laughs) <laughs> we did go to Bourbon Street and we did get several packs of cigarettes by the end. Oh hell yeah. There was so much nicotine going around. We had like six vapes there. <laughs> Everyone was putting in little pouches of Zim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, that uh, sounds great. Very, very happy for you. Uh, look, I'm I'm just saying nicotine is the only thing that kept me alive. It's the only it's the only stimulant that I'm that's that's still legal, okay? I don't even smoke cigarettes anymore. I just put on the nicotine patches to feel the buzz. <laughs> the fucking the red green uh, uh uh is it red green? Uh red red blue green barn. Oh, God, what was that show? The, yeah, the red green show. I don't know yeah, what you're Red talking Green about, show. but yes. There's a scene from the Red Green Show where he says that he put on the nicotine patch, and then it was all the way up his arm, all the way across <laughs> his back, all the way down the other arm. That's the best, honestly. I, and again, I'm very happy for you. You, It's a roll of nicotine patch, okay? That's what I'm ordering. <laughs> I'm ordering the fucking packing tape rolls. <laughs> Just rip off at any point that you need. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, at, at one point we were playing Never Have I Ever. And uh, how's that go for people who are in their late twenties? <laughs> like, what's, what's that use even? That game every time. So instead, we changed it. We had two, bo- we had three bottles of liquor and a twenty-four case of beer. Okay, and we had two, through two hours, three hours to burn. Okay, before so what? What were you guys? Y'all, y'all have before like we a... went out onto Bourbon. Oh, Street. okay, okay. So this is part of we the pre-game like, process. Had, Got it. Yeah, everyone. It was. This is the second day that we were there. Everyone had gotten absolutely trashed the first night woke up late went and got lunch went to harris uh had uh, had beignets before went to the casino came back and we were like all right we have a couple hours let's like finish all the liquor here and then we'll go out into bourbon tree that, that way it'll be cheaper all right yeah yeah I, I, again solid approach a little you know woozy have some beignets that evens the keel and then back to the pre-game rituals yep okay exactly we killed two bottles of whiskey a bottle of uh, premixed uh, margarita and a twenty-four case of beers. Every time, and is this like of, the like, whole? Hands, is this the whole like bridal party? Like everyone, or is it yeah, just the bachelors' like, party? No, no, this is just the bachelors. Okay, just seven. Of us. Okay, just the seven. The magnificent yeah. seven. Got it. The okay. magnificent seven. Um, 
uh, every time that you had done the thing, you just had to drink. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. So it was just fully a drinking game. We said we're going to get through this. We targeted uh, the we targeted the bachelor as much as possible. <laughs> Never have and... I ever had second thoughts. Drink? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what it got down to. We pulled out every story of like of like doing something disgusting at college, and and someone walks in on you like. Every every fuck up that he has ever made in his life, we called him on it. This is good. This is this is what bachelor parties are for. Not a time of jubilation one night before you know you marry the the person you're meant to be with for the rest of your life, but instead half a week of trauma bonding <laughs> <laughs> uh, through the look, pink rose glasses of nostalgia. We will fuck you up. <laughs> oh God. Look, things were not better back then, trust me, okay? <laughs> You're in a great place right now. Well, again, that's wonderful. You were telling me that uh, at one of the bars you went to, the the the, the shot girls have been replaced by uh, Fauci lookalikes, right? There are no there are a couple shot girls still out on Bourbon Street with the like the big platters of like the neon colored uh, test tubes. Yeah, swill. Are- it's okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine doing it now that I've I'm like older and I'm not like seeing it for the first or second time. Oh, what is this like, like runoff Jello liquid with Everclear? Fantastic! Great! Can't wait. Give me God. more. <laughs> Yeehaw! Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Instead of like running around with those, now there are girls in the bars that just have these big like baster syringes. Uh, just filled with th- that same jello looking liquid. <laughs> and now they expect to like shoot it into your mouth. Great. This is good. I can't tell if there's a less mouth contact or more mouth contact. And if that is it one person per syringe or is it like a reused s- syringe? Type oh, situation? you're getting syringed. You and all your homies are getting syringed. <laughs> I mean, there are people who probably later went to methadone clinics that had better stringe sharing policies. Honestly, <laughs> there are better syringe sharing policies between groups of addicts than there are on Bourbon Street. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Uh, I'd like a little bit of the green, a little bit of the strawberry. And, ooh, what's that? Grape? Awesome. Yeah. You put, put it in. Uh, those three things. That's what I want. Just fuck me right up. Look, I brought my own needle. You what? <laughs> uh, treat it like an EpiPen with Jello. Just oh. <gasps> oh, let's fucking go! <laughs> oh God. Uh, man, yeah, I, I, I think that again. I, I'm very I, simultaneously because I want to say I'm very jealous, but then I have an honest assessment of myself of saying like. I just, I just couldn't do that anymore. Like, I just don't have that fire in my belly. I don't have that spirit in me. Um, yeah. You know, you, you want to know, know what I, I did that. over the weekend, Zach? Uh, 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 made Excel spreadsheets for all of your fantasy leagues that closed? I mean, you know, of course, I always do that. Thank you very much for beating me, by the way, mentioning that on the regular episode. Um, but <laughs> also... Uh, I watched a, a new movie on Netflix starring Christian Bale called The Pale Blue Eye, 
And it's like a compelling period piece around the time of Edgar Allan Poe. That's like a murder mystery thriller, whatever you want to call it. It's just incredibly slow, kind of boring. And I just uh-huh. ate that shit up. I was like, this is, uh-huh. this is, this is a dad movie. And I like this. Oh God, I have become what I have always feared. Like the, like, who is this movie even for? It's me. It's, it's for me. That's I'm, what I am. I'm now. proud of you. You've really grown into it. <laughs> I just stopped fighting it. You know, I, I, that's true. That's true. I was like, uh, there's only so many fucking red notices I can handle. <laughs> I, I'm just going to do this instead. Awesome. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm happy that you were able to do that. I, of course, uh, instead of admitting defeat and, uh, surrendering to my worst instincts, <laughs> I simply spent the last three to four months kind of, you know, starting to drink again and a little more and a little more. And I trained my body back up somewhat to be able to handle two full nights of drinking from six to six. <laughs> well, that's good. The important thing did is- I hit a wall at three a.m. both nights and go to sleep <laughs> earlier? Yes, but I didn't get left on Bourbon Street. Okay, and that's what's important. See, I never have any good memories of of being out with people. It's probably also because I had one of the higher tolerances of people, so I was always having to do cleanup duty. So uh-huh, it's uh-huh. never like a happy memory. Like, try. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> when you're the guy that everyone else is getting shitty and you aren't getting shitty, yeah. that's just shitty for you. When when you're having to be the one to like call an Uber, but make sure it's a truck, so that way then you can throw a human being into the back seat. <laughs> Uh, in the bed, so that way then if they puke, it's not ruining their furniture. No, 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 no. He's fine back there. Yeah, it's me. still a $250 cleaning fee. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll literally get the water hose right now. Nope. 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 Can't do it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Good times. Loading that motherfucker up onto a suitcase cart wheeling him through the hotel lobby trying to <laughs> press the elevator button and waiting forever while a small scene is wondering what i'm doing as i'm dragging someone up <laughs> good times good memories all the way through uh, never forget you old what's your name because you were a friend of a friend of a friend <laughs> that's right that's right and we always help a friend of a friend, yeah. of a friend. <laughs> brothers in arms or you know Friends of friends of friends of brothers in arms. Brother in my arms. This brother is in my arms, and he's about to yell. <laughs> this is someone's brother. That's that's the thing I have to remind myself. Not to abandon someone in the middle of downtown Dallas. Uh, this is good. This is good. I'm, I'm feeling like we're, we're getting back into the saddle a little bit. I feel like we also got enough time for like one more story. Oh, yeah. If you wanted oh, yeah. to, uh, uh, supersize your pecs with this simple bench press hack. Okay, all right. Tell me all about what we can do to supersize our pecs. Okay, get some big you old titties. Pause technique to build massive muscle the, with light weights. The what technique? The pause technique. Okay, I'm listening. What does so, pause stand uh, for? What you do is uh, you simply pause at the bottom of each rep. You you sit. You let it rest four to five seconds on your chest. Uh huh. And what this is supposed to do 
is it is supposed to force you to not uh, use momentum at the bo- at the bottom or bounce the bar back up off of your chest. You get a chance to relax the muscles and then you get to slowly engage them and push that bar up off of your chest uh, while engaging while engaging your chest very heavily. Huh. So it forces you to actually disengage and re-engage the muscles. And uh, it all will also help increase time under tension because if you're just bouncing, uh, if you're just bouncing the uh, bouncing the bar, you're not getting as much time in the in the stretched position, and you are also uh, and you're also not engaging your chest as much during the first couple inches off of your chest. But what about and again? Hear me out. What if I just want to do it for show, and then loudly get hurt so that way then I can make that my personality? Hell yeah! Put three plates on, just fucking send it. <laughs> You'll get hurt already. Launch it. Try to go to the moon with that push. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. Uh, you're going to tear a bicep, a pec. It's, there's going to be all sorts of... Yeah. Then then complain like, oh, I could have gone pro. I'm 29 years old, but I could have gone pro <laughs> if I you, didn't tear this. You almost you almost had that one, brother. You, you just needed you just needed a little bit less. And you would have had. Yeah, it. but coach didn't like me. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm gonna say. Uh, how much are uh, eggs up at the grocery store near you? I I don't know. I, I I'm just gonna say a normal price because I feel like that's different than what is affecting you. What? How much are huh. eggs for you? Interesting. Uh, a dozen eggs at HEB costs about six dollars a carton. Oh no, six dollars for eggs! Oh, do you know? Do you know how much eggs used to cost? Know, like a, a dollar? Yeah. Okay. First they came for the McDouble, but no one complained. Now <laughs> that's coming for your precious <laughs> groceries. All you, <laughs> Look, all you cooking alien... cells are getting mad. <laughs> don't, be, don't get don't get uh, cooking pills. Okay. Uh, avian influenza is is at is peaking right now. Uh-huh. Since February, they, they, we've lost nearly forty million hens to avian flu. Oh no. R.I.P. I, you hate it when chicks die. Uh, egg production is also going down so uh, egg prices are up chicken prices are up uh, I'm sorry Zach I just had an idea for a, for a company okay uh-huh. I, I, I need you to hear me out on this okay we appeal okay. we create a right wing egg, egg yolk company okay right it, it's one of those like cartons where it's you know just egg whites or whatever but, you know, we call it whites only. <laughs> and we put it in the font and then we sell it. But we sell it for, I don't know, like $18 or whatever. <laughs> huh? Huh? It's a good way to, to – it, it sounds like a good business plan. I don't see what could go wrong. Our spokesman would, of course, be Terrence Williams. I, I think that's the – the real way to to try these are these are these are eggs raised without any leftist propaganda <laughs> no vaccines you hear me <laughs> no organic, antibiotics used no antibiotics only it's only chicken in there mm-hmm. white eggs no brown eggs either so it's the whitest of the white that's taking place i i, I think we could of- get some traction on this i think we could make racist overpay Especially at this time, it's like I mean, 
I'm going to be overpaying for eggs anyway. I might as well get the eggs I ideologically align with. I don't feel like, I feel like, I feel like, like, I don't feel like people like that are buying egg white cartons. Do you buy egg white cartons? I mean, I do from time to time, but I'm also, I at least would hope I'm not the target demographic. I got some bad <laughs> I, news for you about egg white cartons. Uh-huh. Uh, I just started buying some for the first time because I'm eating a lot of eggs. Uh-huh. And egg whites are better for you if you just have like two regular eggs and then just throw egg whites to fluff it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, normal people just buy them in the shell. Huh. So if you could just figure out a way for chickens to lay eggs with white yolks, <laughs> this idea would really work. You could really sell it. Okay, well, that's fine. But no, it, so what's going but on? Then you can go, but then you have to have your own chickens and your own farm, and then you're going to the farmer's market, and it's just a big sign that says whites only, so it looks much worse. You're like, no, no, it's just the eggs. They're, they're white. That controversy, though, that's how I get put on the map, you know? Uh, exactly. That's what happens. This is this is terrible. This is terrible. defend my rights. I'm a small business owner <laughs> trying to make a living in Joe Brandon's America. Are they going to cancel us over egg whites now? <laughs> the Houston left doesn't want you eating egg whites. These eggs, <laughs> because then you're it's healthier for your heart if there are no yolks. You hear. Uh... A strong conservative heart with fully <laughs> non-clogged aortas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of right-wing, <laughs> uh, House Republicans to vote on bill abolishing IRS and eliminating income tax. Oh, cool. I love these performative things. Let's do it. Let's abolish the IRS. Let's see what happens. Hey, are they gonna? Are we going to look like more united on this than we did on, on voting for the House Speaker? I, it's hard to look m- more divided, Zach. <laughs> like, you, you had like 60, uh, 60 is generous, like 70-year-old men who were about to suplex each other because they Just wouldn't slapping get Slapping each line. other repeatedly in the face. Yeah, like death threats were made. Like there were shaky cam videos of of congressmen's families being held in a black site <laughs> that were taking place. Joe Biden's there trying to trying to get a line to someone to to let them know that we have their family safe. There, we've secured the package. Okay, you're free to vote your conscience, Speaker. I mean, it it, it really is one of those things where. What sucks, and and it's because of two-party politics, don't get me wrong, but, like, the fact that Democrats all voted with their own, rep, you know, the, the person that they were putting forward, and the, the Republicans were split, so the Republicans then had to cave into the demands of MAGA instead, <laughs> and they conceded so much to them. Which, you know, how much of it is culture war bullshit? How much of it is, like, Maggie's just saying the quiet parts that the Republicans can't say out loud, yeah, but out loud? Yeah. Um, yeah. Regardless, though, massive, on paper, official concessions were made. And it's just like, uh, at a certain point, if you're the Democrats, you got to be like, okay, well, maybe instead of doing all of that, we try and we work on the deal here or something you know you you, look, you find look, a way i'm 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 a hundred percent down to let the republicans just like tear themselves apart 
if it means that they will pass goddamn marijuana reform. <laughs> But they won't, Zach. That was not one of their concession points. I Come cannot on. believe. I cannot believe. That's the golden ticket. I mean, all the states are going to legalize it before anyone uses it. But If only there was going to be a presidential campaign in 2023. <sighs> where I can get waved at us. Like, we will codify Roe, and you will have legal weed if you just vote. DeSantis B. DeSayan. <laughs> that he's going to decriminalize de marijuana <laughs> DeSantis for decriminalization I could see that DeSantis ad. means decriminalization DeSantis DeStan decriminalized <laughs> that's just age of consent laws though that's nothing to do Wait with marijuana second, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, a bad time it's the darkest timeline that, that exists here fuck decame desaw decriminalize <laughs> God. DeSantis, 2024. That, that, that's, our, that's our ending note for this uh, brave new episode of ours. <laughs> Good note to end on, huh? Just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ron DeSantis. Let's go, everyone. Let's get excited for future president and or secretary of state Ron DeSantis. Please. If Gavin Newsom doesn't run, it's over. If Newsom runs, maybe. We I mean, I'm hoping it's Biden-Trump 2020. Uh, all over again for 2024 yeah. and then it'll yeah. be Newsom versus the santas in 2028 and that that uh mm, oh how sweet how beautiful that makes sense i feel like trump and DeSantis are gonna fight too much for that to happen but you know it, it would make more sense because you want to save DeSantis is like oh you know like use him as a threat right like oh we could run DeSantis, but hey we're gonna run trump again because we're confident yeah because we know we're gonna win so what's mm -hmm. what's gonna happen here huh oh no trump comes back the the evil one the the orange cheeto awakens dun, dun, dun. people get to make those laughy laughy joke jokes all over again it's not funny anymore <laughs> it happens we we know what shit can go south um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yes that's an episode i feel i feel pretty confident in that being an episode do you want to talk about anything else got any you know golden globe stakes you want to share with the public god no no i i didn't i didn't do any gambling at the uh at the casino and you you'd better believe i don't do any gambling on uh weird awards that are handed out to obscure directors oh come on it, it's not completely obscure you know they have that guy from that thing huh that one movie that got a lot of hype, but did not do really well on Rotten Tomatoes, but it got a lot of hype. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh, no one, no one, no one wants that anymore. No, God damn it! Was this all for nothing? Um. Yeah. Well, Guillermo del Toro won Best Animated Picture for Pinocchio. That's all I care about. Yep. Nice. Good times. That's, good times. Hey. And then Dred's pick of the Banshees of Incheon won. Uh, Colin Farrell, another Golden Globe win. So, congratulations. <laughs> you know, we're, we're getting into this. It's fine. Oh, Natsu Natsu won Best Original Song uh, from RRR. So, uh, all right. Hey, I see you, Golden Globes, doing some good shit, I guess. That's pretty good. Yeah. Obscure indie foreign film RRR. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Uh, what do we want to leave people on? What have we got to plug? Uh, yes, of course. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Gotta be in the Golden Globes. Yes. 
Um, uh, uh, you, you know, one company of ours is boycotting that. Huh? Huh? Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Not putting our eggs uh- into that basket. Uh, so <laughs> we'd just be live tweeting. <laughs> Please. Not the, not the whole company. Not from the company Twitter tells <laughs> Feeling a little sleepy is sinned before the most hateful egg-based tirade the world has ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I, it, we're, really lu- we're really lucky that, like, that, like, racist uncles, like, just get their personal accounts banned instead of getting on the company account to do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's... God. That's... Uh, if we're plugging anything, uh, plugging Avatar 2, obviously. Of course. Uh, yeah. Again, if what are you doing listening to our podcast when you could be you watching... You should be watching Avatar 2. <laughs> a movie that you've exactly. seen how many times now? <laughs> three times. Perfect. I almost went to see it a fourth time, but I was busy that day. I didn't have three hours to burn, so... Oh, well, it's okay. Some of us are real fans, unlike you, yeah. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have um, to help out the fledgling Avatar franchise. It's only the, the tenth highest grossing movie of all time, Zach. <laughs> So far. So far. <laughs> I have at least two more showings in me, okay? Actually, I apologize. Uh, it's the seventh highest grossing movie of all time. That's right. It's gone up a couple, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't mean to... Uh, <laughs> it, should, it should rest right there. I don't think it's got too much more left in it, but my God. Uh People talking about oh, uh, are, doing so good. I I I don't uh uh, uh yeah no it it's it's really it was really I think this one might actually have some uh, some cultural impact after three and four come out. <laughs> they just got to be close enough together to to hit it is the thing. Yes, yeah. The cultural impact of the first movie franchise to release once every bicentennial celebration <laughs> of American history. James Cameron's dreams are what make his movies good. He's got to he's got to really do a lot of drugs in between, and then when he's coming down and all the dopamine's coming back, mm-hmm. like it's just got to. There's got to be enough of a rush for him to actually have a good enough idea for Avatar. So, um, shout out to Grafana, the metrics uh, dashboard that I've been playing with for the past week. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, fantastic tool. It works really well. Prometheus is not working great, but that's probably my fault because I don't know how you know. I don't. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. So it's on me. Uh, shout out to H E B and all the tamales that they've had in their uh, food section. Uh, because I've had tamales like once a week now, if not twice a week for the past couple weeks. Good tamales are and an underrated holiday food. Is what I will say. Absolutely, I got to get a recipe from someone close by me so that i can start making my own uh just so have you know someone named like cynthia jessica but jessica is spelled with like an e-i-g-h in it somewhere somehow have that that like the ultimate white lady live laugh love hashtag blessed style tamales that's what you need i the masa is just like Plain white, no seasoning, plain white pork. Like, you can hardly tell that it's a tamale. <laughs> because of because it's just, it's so white. You know, over in Buenos Aires, we have a traditional tamale, <laughs> <laughs> which is it's just bratwurst. 
finally, <laughs> the food of our people. <laughs> it's it's the it's the uh, there's a specific type type of like uh, sausage as well that you put you put like powdered milk into to give it a really white color. Yeah, I, I mean, again, <laughs> let's write these ideas down. We we know what we got. We could get into milk. We could pivot to milk too. A white only milk. I. <sighs> God. Anyways, a cheese. Anyways, Sorry, de- definitely, definitely not. A shout out to the whites only company. I'd like to rescind our shout out to them for this whole episode. Yeah. Uh, actually, we revoke your sponsorship opportunity. We will keep the thousands of dollars you have given us up front, though. So. <laughs> Thank you for the check. It has been deposited, uh, and it did clear. So um, we will we will not be running your ad, however, because it is already cleared. You fools, you absolute fools. <laughs> I'm just laughing. And every week we will tell people that how we are not running the whites only milk and egg business oh, plug. No. Oh no! Look, I wanted to get into like homesteading, but not. This is not the direction I thought it would go. Uh, Kelton, what are you shouting out this week? What plugs do you? I don't have, have fucking shit going on. Fantasy football is over. Good, I, uh, good. I mean, we're a new year, not quite new me, but uh, we're going to be uh, recording you know. this weekend our Valentine's Day uh, extravaganza. So people are going to need to get excited for that. So uh, if you if you feel really inclined, uh, slide into Zach's DMs. Uh, harass harass Zach as much as you possibly can, because I I don't have a functioning Twitter. I like it. I have an account back, but I'm not using it <laughs> because I don't want to get banned. The only thing I have posted is a photo of Eli Manning, that, and I say can't think of a better spokesperson for oatmeal than Eli Manning. That's it. That's <laughs> that's all I have to offer this world. Uh, that was tweeted mid-November. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what you get. No likes, no faves, nothing. Uh, good times. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, sure. Harass me. Remember, our D&D campaigns will be coming out this year, so get excited for those. Obviously, the second and maybe third episodes will probably be on the Patreon a little bit before... They get released to the regular feed, yeah, but you yeah. will still be able to... The patrons will also be getting their regular weekly news update from us, uh, where, of course, we obviously simply open Google News, go to the For You tab, <laughs> and then sit here and uh, and make funny. Yes. Good times. Well, bye, everyone. See y'all later. Bye.